Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on State of the World, kindergarten resumes in a war zone. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. I'm Greg Dixon. The Ukrainian city of Kharkiv is only about an hour from the Russian border, and it's close to the front line. So the effects of the war on life there have been acute. NPR's Alyssa Nadwerny brings us the story of one teacher in Kharkiv and her class taking a small step toward returning to normal, but with some big changes. Is a teacher with no students still a teacher? That is the question Irina Sahan has been struggling with for 18 months. For more than three decades, she's taught kindergarten in the Ukrainian city of Kharkiv, the country's second largest city that is regularly under artillery attacks from Russia. Her school and all the public schools in Kharkiv have been shut down since the Russian invasion in February of 2022. I met Sahan more than a year ago, and back then, she took me to her beloved kindergarten that had been damaged by shelling. Tell me a little bit about what it's like to be in this classroom. This isn't what you left in February. All you see is the emptiness, Irina Sahan tells me. All you hear is the silence. The last class of students she had, a group of six-year-olds she nicknamed Goldfish, the war spread them all over the world. Aurora was Back then, I could see their artwork still hanging in the classroom. There were a dozen African violets that they planted in the days before the invasion on a table. And there was Arena Sahan, a teacher with no students. I am stuck. I am waiting, she says. Everything is on pause. This was all in January of 2023. I recently returned to Ukraine and to Kharkiv, and I couldn't resist visiting Irina Sahan again. On a very cold Saturday in January, she was finally returning to a classroom of students. Happening deep in one of Kharkiv's underground metro stations. It was the first time she'd been in front of students in nearly two years. She and her co-workers at the kindergarten above ground had transformed the space, which overlooks the train platform. In it, there are colorful rugs and little desks, posters and pictures hung up on the walls. The students sing together. They play Simon Says. And get one-on-one attention from Sahan. Sahan, focused and serious, but clearly in her element, bends down to help a student with pigtails count the number of stars on a worksheet. Good job, Sahan says with a big grin. At the end of the class in the underground, parents rush to her to thank her. It's been so long, they said. Thank you for setting this up. Later, Sahan and I and our interpreter meet up to debrief. 
Tell me what it felt like to be in a classroom again. It was really emotional, she says, meeting the new students for the first time. And a little scary. Because it had been so long, she says, laughing. At the end, she said, I felt like a truck had run me over. I was so tired. I nearly lost my voice. She tells me this new group of students, their social skills, their reading skills, are really far behind. But she's already making a plan, thinking about what each child will need from her. She shows me her upcoming lessons, art projects and books. She's been getting ready for months. She spreads out a map of Ukraine. Made of blue and yellow looped pieces of paper quilted together. Next, she points to an extra large jigsaw puzzle. Each piece is a region of the country. For every class, Arena Sahan makes a group chat for parents. Would you show us? I just wanted to see. Here, I can show you this one. There are already messages from parents saying how happy they are which our interpreter, Hanna Palomarenko, reads aloud for us. <laughs> Some of the parents say we are very uh, grateful to you. This new group also has a nickname. And what is it called? Like a merry-go-round. <laughs> the name Carousel seems apt, she says laughing. Round and round we are about to go. Even as the excitement grips her, and for the first time in a long time, she begins to think and plan for the future, the scattered class from 2022 is all around us. Their art is piled up on a table in front of us. Yeah, there's another Aurora. Yeah, Aurora. Yes, she says. All the children should be here, she says. I can't throw them away, Sahan says. The other thing that survived all this time, the African violets her former students planted. Eight of them. They're in Arena Sahan's apartment. The leaves are now big and thick. She says she still waters them every day. That's NPR's Alyssa Nadwerny reporting from Kharkiv, Ukraine. That's the State of the World from NPR. A special thanks to our State of the World Plus listeners for supporting our journalists around the world. If you like what you hear and you're able to join them in making our reporting possible, please sign up at plus.npr.org or on our show page in Apple Podcasts. Thanks to everyone for listening. See you again soon. Drake and Kendrick Lamar have been lobbing some serious accusations at each other. You've probably heard the diss tracks and wondered, what's just a low blow and what's actually criminal? I'm Brittany Luce, host of It's Been a Minute from NPR, and I'm getting into what's art and what's worthy of criminal investigation and who those accusations hurt the most on It's Been a Minute from NPR. Here at Planet Money, we bring complex economic ideas down to earth. We find weird, fun, interesting stories that explain the way money shapes our lives. Inflation, recessions, the price of gas, we've got you. Listen now to the Planet Money podcast from NPR. Feel like the world is on fire? Shortwave is your antidote. We find joy and beauty in the science of the planet we live on. 
how people are taking action in the face of climate change, the many weird and wonderful ways animals have adapted to a changing world in the past and present, and how technology is pushing us forward. Listen now to the Shortwave Podcast from NPR.